us with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Hayo Silver. The Lone Ranger. Hayo Silver! With his faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early West. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. The Lone Ranger rides again. Episode 11. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that. Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps. Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good it toss it, good it taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Are, are, are you ready for the only podcast hotter than a human torch? It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian Frederick. I'm Dan Hill. Jason Piper. Jake Elliott. And we're the, lef- and we're the Leftovers. leftovers. All right. I hope everybody had a uh, happy and fun, safe Fourth uh, of July. Um, uh I don't know. How was everybody else's 4th of July? Like every other year, just another holiday with fireworks. Yep. Lots of bangs. Hope no one lost any limbs or anything. Yeah, I just uh, just sat on the roof and watched it, which was kind of nice because I avoided all the big crowds. I'm not a big fan of uh, fireworks and whatnot. I like the sediment of 4th of July. But, um, yeah, you know, it was, it was nice to do that at least and enjoy it that way. Well, we have a new contest, and it's thanks to graphic designer, illustrator, and creative consultant Sean Hamilton of CreateInkStudios.com. His creations can be seen on t-shirts, packaging, and various other products, specializing in creating characters, comics, and fashion design. He's the owner of the, of the brand Create Inc. Studios. He sent us some really cool artwork that you can check out on our Facebook uh, you can win a really awesome print of Teen Wolf dunking while wearing the power-laced Nike mags from Back to the Future. Oh, sweet. Yes. Yeah, the future nice. Marty McFly with the yeah. power laces. In order uh, to win, you need to answer one question. Uh, the first person to give us the correct answer via Facebook or Twitter wins the Teen Wolf print signed uh, by Sean Hamilton. Uh, okay, here is the question. In a previous episode, Leftover Jake Elliott revealed how many times he saw Star Wars Episode One in theaters when it was first released. How many times did he see it? Again, the question is, first one to answer, how many times J- Leftover Jake Elliott saw Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace in theaters when it was first released? Uh, first one to answer via Twitter or Facebook is the winner and will win the print. And remember to check out Sean's other work at www.createinkstudios.com or you can reach him via email at createinkatmac.com. I just wanted to thank Sean for the artwork and also for being a listener of the podcast. Thank you. And Love that question. Uh, there, that was my question, not Sean's. Um, <laughs> thank, I just wanted to thank Sean for the artwork, and there will be other contests to win more art in the future. Cool. Very cool. Um, I have an idea 
for a product based on the Under the Dome series. Let's hear it. An Under the Dome snow globe of Chester's Mill. Oh, nice. Oh, that's awesome. You, you shake know? the people up? No, it's just it, you shake the people up. Yeah, like there's little characters inside, and you can when you shake it, they all go everywhere. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Instead of like the snow, you know. Yeah, shake the people. Let's <laughs> fuck them up, Dan. All right. Um, so this week I watched Battlefield. Uh, not Battlefield. I watched Battleship with Taylor Kitsch, Alexander Skarsgård from True Blood, and Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Have any of you guys seen that? No. I have not. It was on HBO. I didn't go to theaters and watch it. This What'd you is think? what well, how uh, was it? Okay, let me explain. Okay, if you're gonna go into this thinking that you're gonna see some deep fucking movie, <laughs> something that's gonna like <laughs> blow your mind. <laughs> You're not. This is. The, I had no idea after all these years of playing Battleship that it had anything to do with aliens, but apparently <laughs> it does. Oh wow! Next um, time I play Battleship, then I'll keep that in mind. Pretty much, this movie, in my opinion, is uh, Under the Dome meets Seaman, <laughs> and I mean Navy. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, the effects are really big budget. The pop, The plot is pretty simple, and I mean it is like pretty much like explained to you the entire time. Mm-hmm. It's like hand fed to you. Sure. Like, you'd have to be a complete fucking idiot not to get this. The only person on the podcast that I think might not understand <laughs> might <be me. laughs> it is the guy I'm looking at right in front of me. I don't get it. Anyway, just kidding, Dan. Damn. Um, <laughs> aliens pick up on a contact signal from Earth, and they've arrived to kick our asses. That's pretty much the plot. Okay. Hmm. And uh, there is zero thinking involved in this one. I mean, I they come down. They, there's this huge dome that they entrap these uh you know battleships mm-hmm. and 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 deep uh, destroyer ships in and it's just you know man against these aliens uh rihanna is in this movie <laughs> that's probably why i didn't go see it and she plays a naval petty officer she's fucking horrible mm. in this film <laughs> rihanna she cannot act her way out of a chris brown beating i mean seriously <laughs> oh. There is a part where this alien craft <laughs> lands in the ocean, and you're clearly seeing something that is not of this earth. It's huge. It's massive. Yeah. It fucking looks alien. Right. And she, and she turns to this other member of the Navy, and she goes, you ever see anything like this before? <laughs> <laughs> and then yes. he looks at her. And he says no, and she says, this is her fucking reaction after seeing something. It's huge. It's massive. It looks like something like, in Pro- like, like Prometheus took a shit right. on the earth. Yeah. And here it is in the water. And, and, and she, have you ever seen anything like this before? No. <laughs> Weird, man. That's her fucking response. She's probably high. But honestly, I give this movie a fucking taste it because it is so fucking cheesy and science fiction and it has battleships in it. Yeah. That it's so fucking cheesy that if you just... And they actually incorporate the gameplay. No way. I'm not bullshitting you. This is based <laughs> that, on that ha- the Hasbro game. Right. They, they incorporate that into this movie. Somebody playing it on ship or something? Well, there's you actually see like what looks like a grid with these pegs oh and, my god well it's these buoys that yeah. basically they give off signals of water displacement so <laughs> whenever the water's displaced or like the these buoys are pushed under the yeah. depth of the ocean they know where these things are so that's where they're gonna like fire off their missiles mm. so they so incorporate they, the gameplay into the actual sounds show stupid to me right Did they say the classic line in the movie 
Uh, they do. They don't in so many words. They say you're not going to sink this battleship or something like that. <laughs> oh, I might just watch it now for that. Honestly, seriously, if you want good two hours of just fun, if you just want to sit around and fucking drink some, I don't know, drink some beer, drink yeah. uh, drink something. Just sit around, drink, and watch this movie. Okay. It's not something to be taken seriously. Right, right. It's one of those movies where you can just sit around and fuck around and laugh sure. at it with your friends. Okay. So, Interesting. I give it a taste it, honestly. I had a really good fucking time watching it. <laughs> it was just... I, I didn't have to think. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to see Prometheus. Right. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want to feel like, what the fuck? I got to figure this out and talk about it. No, I just saw a really stupid movie that was fun. <laughs> Big budget effects. <laughs> right. There's a part. Oh my. Okay, I'm not gonna spoil. I'm just. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not gonna have a whole fucking show on Battleship. We should. <laughs> well, there's a stupid shit in it. Like these aliens. Yeah. They have the, their their eyes. One of the one of the guys comes up to to the captain. He's like, uh, I saw the aliens' eyes, and the aliens' eyes look like my pet uh, gecko from when I was a kid, and he's sensitive to sunlight. So these guys must. They have the same eyes. They must be sensitive to sunlight. So it's like everything twist. is just like... What a twist. <laughs> well, it's not even a twist. It's just stupid. Yeah. Right. That does sound pretty stupid. Yeah. I'm going to uh, pass. No, you should watch it. Okay. It's fun as shit, dude. I'll it's it's fun. It. Get wasted and watch sure. it. Sure. <laughs> it's on uh, HBO On Demand this month? Yeah. Awesome. Um, looks like NBC has teamed up with Lion Forge Comics to bring back five 80s and 90s properties in digital comic book form. Airwolf. Airwolf. Knight Rider. Miami Vice. Punky Brewster. Embrace yourselves. This is my favorite. Saved by the Bell. No way. Oh, fuck yeah. Are coming back the fans with all new stories to enjoy. Oh, shit. Lion I'm Forge. Ex- I'm sorry? I'm excited about this. Go ahead. Lion Ford CEO David Stewart said, from hugely popular characters such as Crockett and Tubbs, Zach Morris and Punky Brewster, to highly stylized music and clothing choices, these TV franchises have had a significant impact on pop culture. We here at Lion Forge are looking forward to extending that influence by creating visually appealing and entertainment experiences on mobile devices for a whole new generation of fans. Hmm. Are any of you guys interested in reading those digitally? Oh yeah, I maybe mean, I, I want to know what happened during say by after say by the bell, and of course I always watched. I think I watched all those shows. Right. Um, I, I of course had a crush on Punky Brewster and Airwolf, just like everybody else did. But yeah, I mean it was th- that was a fun time for TV for me. Like growing up, I'd always make sure to watch those shows. So I want to see them in comic. Yeah, I think I actually had the Airwolf like uh, helicopter toy yeah, when I was, it was a so kid. Cool. It was cool. Air- Airwolf was awesome. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what price point on those is. If they're 99 cents, I would definitely check them out. But I don't know if I'd pay much more for an Airwolf comic. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I, I don't care how much the Zach Morris uh, Saved by the Bell comic is. That's going to be on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Dude, and I hope that they have a crossover with Showgirls. And like oh. Jesse Spano gets so excited that she takes her clothes off. Nice. <laughs> Remember that episode where she was taking pills? I'm so yep. excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Oh, Fucking shit. weird. You anyway. Need to post that on Facebook. Post that scene. No that, shit. I remember crying when I was watching that episode. It was so weird and awkward. If I was Zach, I would have just kind of like walked out of the room like, okay, and that happened. Yeah. yeah. See ya. Yeah. Very yeah. School Monday. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Oh shit! And if you don't, you know what she did, right? 
All right. Anyway, the the next story is courtesy of the playlist. Uh, it looks like actor Rick Moranis may be interested in coming out of semi retirement and joining the cast of Ghostbusters three, saying it's got to be good. So basically, it's contingent upon the script yeah. being any good. Uh, it sounds like he wants the script to be a home run for the franchise. Uh, can a good Ghostbusters movie be made without Bill Murray? I don't uh, think so. Rick yeah, Moranis yeah. would definitely help. Yeah. He would help, but yeah, I still don't think so. Dude, let's just scrap it. Yeah. yeah. Let's scrap this whole fucking it. movie. Yeah. I don't even give a shit if Bill Murray wants to come back at this point. No, I'd rather ro- watch the original. I'd rather watch Battleship again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he you, you can't get past his shadow uh, in that film. I mean, Well, all he's done is dog it over the years. Yeah, yeah and yeah. so, like, even if he does do it, you know his heart's his not heart's in it. His heart's not in it. I don't want him to do it. I don't want him to do a ghost. You know what? I think they should do what we talked about. I think we talked about it in one of our chat threads, like, mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, is just get the guys that did the This Is The End movie and yeah, have them it. be the new Ghostbusters. You don't want to do it. You don't want to be Vankman. Well, I'm sure James Franco would. Right. 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 Yeah, I, I feel like that was almost like a trial run for a Ghostbusters to me. I agree, dude. Yeah, it I, seemed like Ghostbusters. Well, yeah, I think they kind of like, uh, I didn't watch this movie, but they kind of missed the mark with the watch. There, did you guys know that there was supposed to, it was, uh, years ago, I think it was in the early 2000s, there was supposed to be a sequel. If you could look it up, uh, do you guys remember uh, it was that movie with uh, Stifler, what's his name? Oh, Sean, Sean yeah. William Scott. Scott. Yep. American, oh, Sean William Scott. Kind yeah, of. but not American Pie yet, but you know what I mean. Stifler from American Pie. There was a movie that he was in. It also starred the, the My, Name, My Name is Earl guy. Um, Jason Lee. No, yeah. no, no, no. His guy. brother. His the brother. Oh, yeah. They were in a movie together. That, a mo- that movie was originally supposed to be Ghostbusters 3, and then they changed it to, I think, Aliens. At the last second, I'm trying to find. It was supposed movie. to be like a Ghostbusters three evolution. Maybe that's it. Yeah, that's, it, yeah that, 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 that it was it. evolution yeah. with the smiley face with the three eyes. Yeah, that yeah. was it. That yeah. was yeah, that was it. That was originally supposed to be the Ghostbusters three. Wow, I didn't see that. Yeah, I did. I did. David Duchovny was in that movie. Yeah. Julianne Moore was in that too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I don't even want to see a Ghostbusters three at this point. No, I've I, moved I, on. Let's let's yeah. just do a reboot and let's get those guys, man. Let's get fucking instead of Rick Moranis be that guy. Let's have Danny McBride be that character. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You know, let's or get Michael Sarah even. It's not like uh, Bill Murray did Ghostbusters two any good. Exactly. So, well, know. I blame that on the script. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. He was fine in it, but the script was horrible. The script was horrible. I mean, yeah, he was probably the best part of that movie, honestly. Talking to the painting? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Vigo, <laughs> what is it? Vigo was yeah. the painting? Yeah. Still a big letdown compared to the first one. Yeah. But, yeah, this is the end. To me, that was those guys, it seemed to me like they were playing those characters in a way or play, paying homage to those characters. I thought when I was watching the movie. I mean, apart so, from the funniness of it, you know. Like Craig Robinson playing um, Winston. Winston, yeah. yeah right, absolutely. you could see it, couldn't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I'd still right. I'd throw Bill Hader in there as uh, Egon. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's great casting. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if I had... <laughs> I can already I can already laugh right now. Just I was already laughing about that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's how they should go about it. 
honestly. But yeah, yeah. Seriously, screw Bill Murray at this point when right. it comes to that. I mean, have him do his little, you know, Moonrise Kingdom movies and uh, the, I don't know, the Life Aquatic of Who right. Gives a Fuck. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. I didn't like that movie. I did Moonrise Kingdom, but he's doing all these little indie films. And let him keep doing it. Let him keep doing it. Yep, move Just, on. Who gives a shit? I'm done with Ghostbusters three at this point. I don't even want to. No. I don't care if the script ever gets done for it. As long as he's back for Space Jam two. <laughs> I'm good. As long as LeBron James isn't in it. <laughs> right. Actually, if it was Dwight Howard, if they tried to get Dwight Howard to do it, <laughs> one week he'd do it, the next week he wouldn't. Right. And then he would do it for more money. Then, then he'd do it for more money, yeah. and then uh, then he'd want to film it in Houston. <laughs> um, from, the deal, from Screen Daily, we get uh, some possible news. This actually ties into what we were just talking about. Um, some possible this is the end sequel news now it can't be a direct sequel following the events of the actual first film that we saw but it would carry a different movie title but it would still feature the same cast of characters Uh, uh, co-director Evan Goldberg said we actually talked about doing a sequel where it starts at the premiere of this is the end Seth's a cokehead in this version (laughs) Michael Cera is a calm dude with a boyfriend (laughs) Andriana um, we have a lot of ideas of he- uh, Heaven and Hell, for example, and Garden of Eden version where Danny is a- Danny McBride yeah. is Adam. Oh, cool. shit. So a lot of different. <laughs> yeah. So it's just the problem with doing that, they said, is getting all these people together because they're so bit damn busy right. all the time. You know, it's like everybody's got their own thing. Jonah and yeah. all, getting all these guys together to do a sequel. The first one almost, almost wasn't made. It was almost impossible to make the first one. So this will be tough to get them all back for even a sequel right well i want to see it i mean i i loved it it was i told you guys and i mentioned it on the podcast it was one of my the funniest movies i've ever seen so i want to see a sequel i think they can continue the story and hell with that cast i mean you know we talk about the buddy thing being kind of annoying but i I like this cast and i'd like to see him in more stuff yeah i mean i'm I'm still sick of like the buddy shit when it comes to like Adam Sandler and David Spade and Rob oh. Schneider and Chris Rock and Kevin James. Old men too. Those guys can take a flying <laughs> fuck for all I yeah. care. I'm serious. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Grown ups. I didn't watch Grown Ups. I gave up on Adam Sandler movies a long time ago, dude. T- at least mm-hmm. ten years. Like probably, probably eight or yeah. I was going to say they're something. stupid. Yeah. And it's like I, the, the that's my boy. I love didn't Andy Samberg, it. but I'm not going to watch it because no. it's got Adam Sandler in right. it. I'm in the same boat. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie. You know, he, he like I, I loved Happy Gilmore. I loved, you know, like Billy, Billy Madison. Madison. But I mean, that's back when he's in his twenties and shit. Right. You know, yeah. these guys as they get older, they they got to change. They, they got to change their style. Different. And either when they change their style, they're able to keep up with it. Yeah. Or they just right. fall off, in my like opinion. He, like and all he's falling off. Deuce Bigelow was funny. Yeah, Adam Sandler is like something like your fucking you know dad would listen watch. Right. right. Yeah. He, he'd get a kick out of Adam Sandler sure. now. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna watch an Adam Sandler movie, and then yeah. I'm gonna go out to my Jeep and listen to Daughtry. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so, true. <laughs> You know, it's just I, I know exactly what you're saying, dude. Yeah. Right, yeah. and then oh, that Danny McBride's a little too raunchy for me. Fuck but that. man, that Adam Sandler. Oh yeah, he's funny. Right, you can compare them two together. <laughs> but you know, it's like I don't know. And then you've got uh, then you've got the Owen Wilson, the Vince and Vaughn, Vince Vaughn the shit. Google movie. What the fuck? That did that even make any money? It probably did because I, he's got another movie. Vince Vaughn's got another movie called Delivery Man. Yeah. I think the Google movie is already out on DVD. People were laughing. No, it's not. <laughs> 
people were laughing at the trailer to that in a movie I saw recently. I, and yep. I'm just looking around like, who the fuck is laughing at this thing? I just saw that, Brian, uh, before uh, Lone Ranger. And uh, yeah, people were laughing. I was like, what are you talking about? This it's that funny. Vince Vaughn hasn't been good in anything since Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Dude, he's in one of my favorite movies of all time, Swingers. Ooh, Swingers is yeah. like one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. That's classic. With the, the NHL 94, they play the video, oh, the video dude, game, all, all the whole game or the whole movie. It, the whole cast is great. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got John Favreau, mm-hmm. uh, Vince Vaughn. Uh, I can't even think. Uh, That's of, when Vince Vaughn wasn't trying to be funny and he was good. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was just playing himself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Swingers is one of those one of those movies like that uh, to this day. Like anytime it's on TV, I, I try to DVR it or stop and yeah. watch it. And it's got a great soundtrack too. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Heather yeah, Graham. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Heather Graham's such a small part at the end, but That's such great, a great, great part. Great part. Yeah. You know, I love it when he looks at her and she's finally the bunny. Yeah. You know, and he finally realized that he does have these claws <laughs> and he can bat the bunny around. Yeah, yeah. I love that movie. Yeah. yeah. But what happened to Vince Vaughn? These guys, they get older and they just don't. They try to do the same thing and it doesn't yeah. work. They don't have that passion anymore, man. They've been doing it for so long. The breakup just... was good. Uh, who was in that? Jennifer Aniston, Vince Vaughn, Jason Bateman was These in people, it. People, they're just, but they're all they're doing is switching out people in movies. Oh, here you got your Ben Anis, Ben uh, Ben Affleck. <laughs> Uh, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston movie. Yeah. Now you've got your, uh, you know, Vince Vaughn, Jennifer Aniston. But the movie. breakup was a little bit different. I mean, it was a funny movie. And then you got your Drew. A lot of people Drew Barrymore. Let's throw her in there with one of these fucking assholes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. Dude, fuck rom coms anymore. Yeah, dude. yeah. It, it, well, I mean, that movie came out in what 2006. Yeah. So I mean, it's been a while. That was an okay movie. Yeah. But I mean, he's so hit and miss. He's. Yeah. Lately, been more hit or a bit more missed. More missed. Yeah. Yeah. I like old school back when that came out. Old school is funny. It's a classic. But Wedding Crashers is hilarious. You you, you you motorboating son of a bitch, you. Dude, Dude, that's Vince Vaughn. That's when he's funny. The best scene in that movie is when. The the next day, when they're eating breakfast in that, that room and he won't eat breakfast with them. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm yeah. going to sit here and recharge. Right. That scene between them two, that's my, one of my favorite scene between them two. And nothing will ever compare to that. Like the Google movie, like I saw the trailer to it, and they were on Conan promoting right. it. Yeah. And they showed a little scene, and I'm just like, first off, I don't give a shit what goes on at Google because they look like they're just having fun 24-7. Right. Who goes to work and, and, and actually has that? And then for them two to play this part. Where they're interns and they're fucking forty five years old. All these yeah. movies are anymore. Who cares? All these no, all these movies are anymore is like one good idea. Mm-hmm. They have one good idea and then they're like they run with it. You know what? We're gonna take this one idea and we're gonna stretch it out as long as we can. Yeah. It's like Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Like they will have a funny sketch. They'll realize that it's funny, and, they and then they'll going. do it every fucking week. Yeah. Yeah. Like I did For finally watch the Kristen Wig. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny, but yeah. how many times do I have to see her do the Target Lady? Yeah, but it was cool bringing that back just because that was her. Yeah, it's posting. cool. It's cool. Like if you haven't seen the Target Lady before, right. first time I saw the Target Lady, I'm dying. Yeah, so funny. Yeah, hilarious. Yeah, I think it was like the the time that <laughs> Dane Cook was the host. Okay. Yeah, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. So funny, but then it's like next week they do the same thing yeah, they again. Did push that a little too far. I, I feel the same way about the password contestant character too. 
that was really funny at first, and now it's I'm just like, get it. It's one. the same joke. Oh, I get it. Yeah. It's a, but, but see, I think they realize that people don't watch it every week, right. so that the ones that do hit, they've got to fucking do it every week so that everybody in America finally gets to see sure. it. But th- there's got to be a lot of people that watch that show every week. I mean, I know I, if What's I up with that live, is actually still funny every time they do it. What's up yeah, with that is right. still funny every time they just do it. Just because Jason Sudeikis, when he dances, yeah. just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Bill Hader's great, great. that sketch, yeah. too. Yeah. Which we won't see that anymore. I mean... Uh, oh, no. when he comes yeah. back, you will. Yeah, when we co- when he comes As back. As a host next exactly. week. Exactly. Yeah. Next year, yeah. Right. Which he could be the first one. So, hey, Jay, are you... Did you die? No, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> Did you die? <laughs> he, he probably, Jay, you probably haven't seen Saturday Night Live in a long time, though, have no, you? Guys, I really, I really have. Yeah. I've seen all the movies and stuff, but yeah. I, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. So. Yeah. And yeah. I know you like the Californians. Yeah. I don't fucking get it. I, I, the reason why I think it's so funny is because they're so stupid. Like, they're, oh, that whole skit is just making fun of people from California. Right. That's all it is. Right. And the fact that they're naming every street. Like, I took the blah, 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 to the blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, to the blah. Like, I just think that's funny because that's, like, the only state you can do that to. Right. And they, and they, but they do, they do do that every week. Does, but Bill Hader's part in that, that segment was the best. I like yeah. it. I like it when they, when they do interact with one another and they start laughing at one another. Yeah. Oh, when they, that's funny. When they break character is the, is, yeah. is in, in anything, not just Saturday well, Night Live. I, I remember watching Saturday Night Live back in the 90s when Charles Barkley hosted. <laughs> Adam Sandler was doing a sketch, The Gap Girls, oh. with Charles Barkley. And Charles Barkley was dressed up as one of the Gap Girls. Yeah. And it was Adam Sandler and David Spade. Yeah. Adam Sandler was so worried about Charles Barkley, you know, messing up, doing his lines, getting uh, his lines, yeah. r- lines right, that if you watch that old sketch, you can see Adam Sandler wording. Yeah, oh, yeah. Charles Barkley's lines because he is so worried about Charles right. not getting them right. Yeah, and Charles did so good. That's I mean, awesome, I love it when NBA players are on there, like when Michael Jordan was the host. Yeah. But like, and Michael Jordan was good, but like Charles was so funny, dude. They right. had like at the he's beginning, he's a funny now, dude in general. He's a funny yeah. guy. He's come yeah. back recently, Charles Barkley. Yeah, he was on just last season, I believe. Oh, was he? Yeah, nice. Yeah, but I remember he showed him in like a one-on-one game against Barney, the, the purple dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. He's like backing into Barney, you right. know, <laughs> pulsing him up. Yeah, and so <laughs> towards the end of the game, Barney's got like an eye hanging out of its socket. Oh, shit. It looks all fucked up, dude. It was funny. That is good. It was funny, but that. no, like when characters break their character, you know, when they the actors yeah. break their character and right. they start laughing. That's when I start to chuckle, and that's. I, I enjoy that the most, especially yeah. with the Californians, because they did that almost every scene. Like, the, there was one person yeah. about to bust up laughing. And, yeah. and, and I'm not a Justin Bieber fan, but when he was on that show and did that sketch right. with them, everybody was laughing and having a good time with it, and I just thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and I, I like that sketch. Does anybody watch Portlandia? Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I love Portlandia. Mm, if you like great. Fred Armisen, mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch Portlandia. Okay. I think the first two seasons, they might be on Netflix. Are they? Yeah. Yep. Season one and... Er, no, I think season one's on Netflix so far. Um, hey, Jay, did you see the uh, Portlandia where they were... Um, him and Carrie Brownstone... Brownstein, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the one where they start watching Battlestar Galactica? Yes. I, <laughs> that was awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they had Adama on and, uh, yes. like, you know, the actor that plays him. And, yes. Uh, some of the other members. And they had a reading. Oh, God. It was so <laughs> funny, man. Brilliant. That, yeah, that show is just really funny. Fred Armisen is just mm-hmm. is hilarious, man. Um, speaking of news for TV, yes, please. Uh, all the Breaking Bad fans out there, we all know it. The final season is on August 11th, but I do have some some rumors. Okay. Um, 
I read earlier. Are these going to be spoilers that maybe like some. No, no, this is uh, a spinoff rumor. Okay. Of oh. The, of, the, of the TV okay. show. I just didn't want to spoil no, any. No, no, like... no. I haven't read any spoilers for the upcoming season. Right. Um, technically, it's still part of last season. They're, they split it in half, but right. the final shows the final shows are going to be starting August 11th. But uh, I did read that there's going to be a spinoff with Sal Goodman. He, he play, He's the lawyer on the show, he's played by Bob Odenkirk. Oh, oh I love Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, he, they're, they're talking about a rumor show that's going to be a, a prequel to Breaking Bad. He plays a high class. He's a, he plays a lawyer on the show. He is like on a, everything. I know. He, well, did you know he, that he was the one who discovered Tim and Eric? Yeah, yeah. I, I was reading that when I was reading these rumors. Yeah. He discovered Tim and Eric of the Tim and Eric show. He's, he was, been, he's been on How I Met Your Mother. He's, he's he been plays a writer for like Mr. Well, yeah, show. Mr. Show, yeah. him and David Cross. Right. But even before Mr. Show, he was on the Ben Stiller show. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved it. That one he of my was a writer f- on SNL for one year, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, um, probably one of the years that they were really good. Yeah. I mean, he, he's very talented. That's um, why I can see this character getting his own show, because he plays like a corrupt lawyer that'll take anybody. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, under the table type shit. He's, yeah. a, he's a lawyer that has like seven cell phones, because he deals with corrupt uh, criminals. He's a criminal yeah. lawyer, but he does everything. But they're talking about doing a prequel of his character to The Breaking Bad, which I think would be awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's some of the rumors that have been coming out. What's that, week. Jay? He is still as funny in the show. I mean, it's a serious show, but he brings the kind of the comedic of humor. edge to yeah. it. And he is still yeah. funny as hell. Which he does show. a great job in How I Met Your Mother. He plays a recurring role. Right. Did you ever see the, the uh, Ben Stiller show where he did the Lassie parody, but instead of him being Lassie? He was Charles Manson. No. Uh, no. And, and Timmy was like, Manson, <laughs> Manson. You know, because like when Lassie barks, you can't understand him. Well, right. when Charles Manson's like talking, he's like, I'm in your head. And he's like, yeah. you know, talking weird shit. You can't understand what the hell he's talking right. about half the time. It was That's cool. so hilarious. So he like he'd be talking all prophetic and shit. Yeah. And, you know, and then they'd be like, what? Uncle, Uncle Petrie's in the well? <laughs> <laughs> it Helter was <laughs> right. Yeah, Helter Skelter. I'm in your head. <laughs> you know. Oh shit. And, oh, it's so funny, dude. That does sound yeah. funny. But he's a he's funny. He's good on that show. Like uh, Jay said, he brings some some comedy to a re- very serious show. Um, that's not a. It's not 100 percent confirmed that it's going to be going. But the okay. Uh, the guys, all the guys that do Breaking Bad, said that they would be on board as far as like the writers and the producers. This go. might be something like where they have a pilot made and then it's up to the network at that point, right? Which I don't know. I mean, they're they're ending Breaking Bad, you know, here in the next f- six months. So right. I think this show could have went on a lot longer. Spinoff spinoff shows can be really risky. Talk I mean, about we've hit seen, or miss. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've got yeah. for every uh, you know for every like Frasier, right? You've got Joey. Joey, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. you put you just fucking nailed it perfectly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see. I haven't watched like well, I like I told you I saw like the first episode of Breaking Bad, which yeah. is one that I need to watch. Right. I, everybody I talk to says it's it's a fucking nail biter. Yeah. There, there's another rumor. I'm not since you haven't seen it. A lot of people probably haven't seen it, but there's supposed to be a lot of twist in this prequel, which sounds very cool. And right. Um, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. Um, you know, if they did do it, I would at least give it a taste. It you know at least taste the show. Right. Right. Oh yeah, um, but there was another show that's coming out on Netflix Thursday on July 11th called Orange Is the New Black. Is it a new Netflix original? It is. Okay, um, and they got some high, uh, name, you know, um, high actors caliber. in this. High caliber actors in this. Jason Biggs, uh, Taylor Schilling. She was in a movie recently, some kind of romance movie, and Laura Prepon from the 70s show. She played Donna. 
the redhead. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, she's, yeah. And Jason Biggs, everybody she's knows him. She's talented. From I've always wondered why she hasn't been in more things. Yeah, but this the, the thing about the show. It's this is from the Weeds. Creator. Is it a comedy? Um, the the trailer I watched there was some there was some funny parts too, but it seems almost like a dark comedy, maybe kind like of. But Jinji Cohan did it, the the creator of Weeds. The okay, she, I've, I've never seen Weeds. Really? I know that's another show. Yeah, that that's you're a into. great show. Yeah, um, but Orange is the New Black revolves around Piper Chapman, who uh, Schilling plays a New York woman who is sent to a woman's federal prison for possessing a suitcase full of drug money for Alex Vase, which is uh, Prepon's character, uh, an international drug smuggler and Chapman's one time lover. So there's a lot of lesbian type stuff going on here, but she's also married to Jason Biggs. He, that's who he plays. Right. Uh, she's sentenced to serve a 15 month prison sentence. Chapman must survive the hardships of prison life, and she may have to be a different person to do it. It actually looks really neat. I'm definitely going to be tasting the show, huh? Uh, just for the simple fact that I was a diehard Weeds fan, um, and I love the writing in that show. Yeah. And give I'm, it, give it one, two, three episodes, yeah. and See if you something yeah. you want to stick with. Right. Usually, like you watch the pilot episode, it's like you can't always get a good feel you of can't. how the show is going to go after the pilot. The crazy so. thing is, they just announced this last week that they're already signed on to do season two without season one even premiering yet. So hmm. we're going to get a season two without even seeing a season one. That's wow. a lot of faith. Wow, I wonder if they had like any like because uh, don't they already have these like filmed and like ready to go? And oh, I believe so. Netflix they just roll out like whole seasons. That's what I don't understand is like you know Arrested Development came out and bam here's like you know fourteen yeah. fifteen episodes and they, there's thirteen this one. I don't understand why they don't make it more of like an event where it's like let, here's here's an episode one week here's another episode. But the, the next cool week. thing about Netflix, you know this for me and TV show watcher I like right. to watch all my I like to watch one season in one sitting if I can. Wow, and if, uh, that's what I did with House of cards i watched house of cards in literally two days yeah i watched half of it and then the half the next day and you know I, that's what i like about these netflix originals unfortunately with the hemlock grove i wasn't able to that i just i couldn't get into it yeah i i don't know i have a hard time just kind of watching netflix sometimes but uh i don't know i don't like how the United States does most of their series where it's like 22 23 that's episodes that's way too long yeah like Arrow this season was like twenty three episodes, which in in England that's two. Let's seasons. Let's cut that you in know? half, right? Yeah, be, because yeah. most of it is filler. It's too. filler, and even the extended season this this year, I think it really hurt The Walking Dead going oh, yeah. from thirteen to I, sixteen. There was there was a I few agree. episodes I could have been like, I didn't really yeah. need to see that. You could have skipped from one. You know what I mean? This third season was kind of disappointing, boring. Mm-hmm. Well, th- okay, they should have ended it. With that, that not the finale that they had, but I'm not going to give any spoilers yeah. if you haven't seen it. But you know the the big the big Dixon brother mm, episode, right. yeah, right. That's Which everybody should have seen it. They had a huge marathon this weekend, the last four days, right. But I'm not I'm not going to yeah. if you didn't, I'm not going to spoil it. But no, I agree with you. That would have been a perfect yeah way to end it. Well, that the guy that wrote that episode also wrote the season opener, which was which was a fantastic episode. Oh God, that's that first silent ten minutes was the best Walking Dead I'd ever seen. I, so that yeah. what they're going to do is that writer is going to get a lot more duties next season. Are they? Do you know what how many episodes they're doing for four? They're probably doing another sixteen episode yeah. season. They should. I go, read some honestly, rumors today should, about they should uh, go back to thirteen. Uh, the first the first episode's called. Uh, no accidents in thirty days. I didn't read. I, I read that they had yeah. named it. I didn't really care what the title was. Yeah, the, but they're saying that there's going to be no zombies for a while. Really? Huh. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I saw plenty of them in World War Z. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't. 
<laughs> well, it's still, it's, it's still good when we all watch the movie and we can all contribute to the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's, that helps. <laughs> bang, bang. Right. <laughs> well, uh, in, in other TV news, guys, um, uh, I don't know if you guys were fans of uh, drunk history on the internet, on the interweb. Mm-hmm. I heard about it. I've never seen it, though, Jay. Well, well, basically what it is is uh, this guy, Derek Waters, writes it. He puts it out. And what he'll do is reenact uh, events from history. Um, so, you know, like stuff from the Civil War, you know, stuff from, you know, the presidency, just a story. And he'll have actors and actresses come on, like big names, you know, uh, Winona Ryder, Will Ferrell, you know, pretty much anyone who's anybody. Um, and it kind of got big on uh, Laugh or Die. So, you know, Will Ferrell's involved with that as well. Right. Uh, but it's really Funny or Die? Funny or Die. Yeah, funny or die. I'm sorry, um, but they all they all get drunk and do this basically, hmm. and it's hilarious. So you have a drunk narrator, and he'll he'll tell the story, and the actors will lip sync what he's saying, you know, hmm. and they'll be drunk and kind of stuff. But it's a really funny show, hmm. um, and it's going to be on Comedy Central. It's going to premiere this Tuesday at 10 p.m. So it's real actors being drunk. Yeah, yeah, actors and the narrator getting drunk. I wonder um, if F film if they check Winona Ryder's purse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but Dave Grohl is going to be on this first episode. Oh, I fucking love Dave Grohl. Yeah, and uh, also Jack Black will be playing Elvis Presley, um, and it's going to hmm. be Elvis meets Richard Nixon. I guess is the the first episode. Isn't it weird how you know Val Kilmer played Elvis Presley in True Romance, and he played a young Elvis Presley, and now he could actually he's gained some weight, and he could actually play the older Elvis Presley. Yeah, he looks like shit, doesn't he? Yeah. He can play old Jim Morrison now again too. Oh Ooh. yeah, true. Um, I don't know. Let's see here. What else do I have? Does anybody have news? Um, yeah, I mean, I got a couple things relating to Marvel. Um, you know, I was saying uh, kind of early on when Karen Gillan was cast in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that she was probably going to be Angela. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, Bleeding, uh, uh, Bleeding Cool has reported that she is definitely not going to be Angela. So um, she will not be Neil Gaiman's character. Um, right. That's, that's been appearing okay. recently in Age of Ultron and stuff like that. Right. Um, so maybe death um, is another possibility. Uh, which would be Thanos's love interest in yeah. the Infinity Gauntlet series. So I don't know if that's what is going to tie the two together, you know, because they have said that he is possibly going to be in this as well. So, uh, but it won't be Angela, and I, I was kind of hoping it would be, but I guess that's not going to happen. I don't know. It's like I, I don't know if uh, everybody's ready for Angela yet. Yeah, I mean, in she's the, pretty. She's, she's very. She, she well, she hasn't been around in forever because of the whole legal situation between you know neil gaiman and todd mcfarlane right mm-hmm. and right. that finally just got i think she needs to have more of maybe a comic presence first before they actually introduce her into the whole you know yeah. marvel yeah, cinematic right. maybe maybe i'm right maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe right now is the perfect time for them to strike on that character too yeah you know What's her first marvel comic appearance jay uh i don't actually remember but age of um, ultron 10 Age of Ultron 10 is when she, she's here now. Yeah, her okay. first comic book appearance was in Spawn back when. No, but, I realized yeah, the yeah. image, but the Marvel. Yeah, I think it was Spawn eight. I didn't. I didn't read a lot of Spawn. Neither so I did I. Know. Yeah, I read the first fifteen issues and then pretty much got rid of it after that. Yeah, but you know now now that uh, that whole lawsuit's been and it's totally Neil Gaiman's character and he he took took the character to Marvel and now now she's part of the Marvel universe which. I think it's cool. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't give a shit. And I thought it was cool how they introduced her. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen her. I I think she, you know, especially against Gamora, who is one of the Guardians. And right. Guys are reading the comic book, and our listeners are reading. You know dang well who Gamora is. So yeah, she needs a she needs a good rival. So right. we'll see. Absolutely. We'll see what they do with it. Um, graphic artist James O'Barr. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yes. Okay. Crow. Yes. yes. Uh, he is signed on as a consultant for the new Crow reboot movie that's been in pre-production hell for what seems like forever. I mean, uh, we've had, uh, I don't even know how many actors that they've tried to cast. Uh, Bradley Cooper was once attached to the project. Um, now they have Luke Evans of Immortals is listed as Eric Draven, according to IMDb. Also directing the film is Javier, Javier Gutierrez, who directed 2008's Before the Fall. Obar, in an interview with Variety, said, It is important for Crow fans to understand that relativity, meaning relativity media, Javier, Luke, and the entire team are working on a new adaptation of the book itself. I believe that this movie will stand alongside Brandon and his film as a valid work of art, and I look forward to collaborating on the project. I loved the first Crow movie myself, mm-hmm. okay? Um, this is not him talking anymore. The quote's ended. But yeah, right, I, right. I loved the first Crow movie with Brandon Lee. The first time I watched it, I didn't care for it. I watched it again, loved it. I don't know why. That's that's odd. But, hmm. um, but after his unfortunate passing, I mean, the franchise was pretty much ruined, in my right. opinion. Yeah. But uh, do you guys think that, uh, you know, James O'Barr being involved, does this pique your interest a little bit more now, or is the movie still destined to fail? I'm not too familiar with him, but... I would still be interested to see an, a reboot. Yeah, I I don't think his name carries much weight. I think the imagery of the crow is either going to make or break this movie, you know? Well, I'm, he I mean, he he wants us to be kind of to stand with the original crow. That's what he say, was yeah. saying also is that he wants these to stand together and that you'll be reminded of how great the first one was. He 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 is you know, he, he disinvolved himself with the film a long time ago after the first one was made. He said he never saw this as a franchise. So it is kind of odd that he's getting involved. And, and it could be to save the film. He could be like, I don't want you guys to shit on this like the sequels were because they weren't very good. How many sequels were there? <clears throat> there were two, I believe. No, I think there were actually... Uh, well, hold on. Uh, there was the one... There was the was second there? one. There was the uh, City of Angels. There was right. another one, uh, the third one, and then the fourth one actually had Kirsten Dunst, I believe, in it. She was yes. either in the third one, but the fourth one had Ed Furlong as the crow. Yeah. And oh then there was actually a TV series of the crow, which yep. I believe was on the Spike Network. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Yeah, they were all bad. <laughs> um, I'm just going to say, here's my piece. I'm just going to say my piece. I, just because creators are involved, it doesn't mean that you're going to get it, get the next Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, Kevin Eastman is a consultant for the new Michael Bay directed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He, he's Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, or they're the two creators of the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just because Kevin Eastman's involved in this project as a consultant for, for Michael Bay, it doesn't mean that after everything I'm hearing, I still think this movie's going to be a pile of shit, mm-hmm. a huge pile of shit. Yeah, I don't see any. I, I really don't see any need for it right now. Like, I, I don't. I'm not hyped about it. I'm not excited about it. Um, if I want to see a crow movie, I'll go see Kick Ass or Kick Ass Two. You know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't. I don't really need it. Um, Brandon Lee's version will go down for me as it. I don't need to see anything else. Yeah, it was. It's still amazing. Do you guys know which scene he actually was? Was I, killed. In? I I think it was the table scene when he's shooting no, the two pistols. It wasn't. wasn't. It? Mm-mm. 
It's the scene where he uh, goes through the window and Funboy is in bed with Darla. Oh, okay. okay. That that gun. Hear about a window. That yeah. gun that Funboy holds mm-hmm. and shoots him with. That's the shot that killed him. Oh, jeez. Because it was a prop that they had right. picked up, and that prop they had put it away and put it in a plastic bag, and mm-hmm. for months it just sat there. They had no idea that no one had checked those chambers. And that's months crazy. and months later, wow. I saw this on Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, months wow. and months later, they, bam, that's what happened. And he got Wait. shot in the abdomen and bled out. It was that yeah. scene with Fumboy. Yeah, they think it was kind of done on purpose, though. I mean, there's there's a big backstory with the Bruce Lee family. I, and, yeah, I know. But if you watch the Unsolved Mysteries, mm-hmm. it, I think they debunk a lot of that, man. Oh, okay. I, I do. I think it was just this, the people in... in, in, in charge of the props it was all it was all people on the film mm-hmm. it was just a sad situation but it's horrible yeah you know that that film changed how they do superhero movies i mean you wouldn't have like a dark night you wouldn't have a joker probably oh, it was good. so gritty dude Ever. yeah without the crow you know? yeah i mean i miss unsolved mysteries <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was a good show do you guys remember when stack did that sketch in uh amazon women on the moon where it was bullshit or not mm-hmm Oh god, it was really funny. I liked him in uh, basketball. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> talking about how wonderful Coop would have been as a lover. Right, <laughs> hilarious. Um, next, uh, let's see here. We'll be reviewing next week the sci-fi blockbuster Pacific Rim. Yes, that's next week's show. Uh, Pacific Rim, directed by Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> But this week, the director talked about his upcoming Justice League Dark movie that he's mm-hmm. writing for Warner Brothers and how it could tie into the larger DC film universe, saying, I think that the great thing about the Dark Universe is that you have the possibility of basically creating the supernatural group, and you can play with different worlds. But I would love to see the DC Universe become as cohesive as the Marvel Universe. So if there is any correlation, I will honor it. So right. he's just waiting to hear from you know the big wigs at Warner Brothers as to what the fuck they're doing over there. Right. They don't know. They yeah, don't, and, and I don't think that they're going to be making any big announcements. Like everybody thought that they, they, and they promised. They promised. Warner Brothers promised that there would be big announcements even before San Diego Comic Con, mm-hmm. and there hasn't been shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no news as far as the DC campus is concerned. I mean, they're saying they're going to make some announcements, but who knows what those are. I don't are. think they're going to be sequel-related or Justice League-related. No. Uh-uh. No. I don't think we'll see it, and, and who knows if this is going to see the light of day. I mean, he's been working on this for a while. I think he's even submitted it once um, under original title called Heaven Sent, and of course hmm. now it's called Dark Universe. Right. And, you know, I mean, what do you think? Do you, would you want to see this before a Justice League? Like, would that make sense to you? Cause I'm this is born. the perfect pairing. If you could have, you know, okay, Justice League Dark, mm-hmm. you know, right now, I don't know if, if anybody's reading. I'm not reading it, but I hear it's no. really good ever since Jeff Lemire has signed on to the title. Right. Um, but, I mean, it blends dark characters in the DC Universe. John Constantine Hell, of Hellblazer and, and Dead Man, Zatanna, Swamp Thing. Yeah. I mean, if you can pull this off, anybody can pull off these dark characters. It's Guillermo del Toro. I, I hated Hellboy, the first movie, but I loved Hellboy 2. It was good, yeah. And Guillermo del Toro did Hellboy 2. Yep. I loved it. And he's still wanting to do a Hellboy 3 with Ron Perlman, but it's like, they're so busy. Right. Yeah. 
Well, I, no. I just, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on this coming. I, I think he's more than capable of doing it and making it awesome. Um, and, you know, like like you said, these characters aren't big names. They're kind of the, you know, they're the darker side of DC. Um, they're the more supernatural side of, C, of DC. So will this tie into a bigger universe like he wants? I, I just don't know if that's going to be cohesive. But right. I'd, I'd still like to see it. Yeah, I'd still like to see the movie made at least. Yep, definitely. Um, in Star Wars news, it looks like Ray Park is chomping at the bit to reprise his role as the Sith Darth Maul from yes. The Phantom Menace saying, just give me food and water and I'm there. Right. That's <laughs> awesome. Would you, would you guys want to see uh, one of the solo movie projects have him back in a prequel type movie or would you want to see him come back in Star Wars Episode Seven with mechanical legs like he did in the Clone Wars animated series? I like the solo movie idea. Well, they're they're talking about how you can't have this killing machine be like in his own solo film because that's basically all he is. Well, he can't act either. I mean, right. I love Ray Park and he can jump around and flip and kick and all that stuff, but that's why he only got one line in Phantom Menace. Right. Him and the Emperor are talking and he says one thing, one or two things. I mean, you know, he, he's not an actor. No. So no, he can't so. carry a movie by himself. So if he comes back, I, like I mentioned in our Star Wars episode, I'd like him to come back as like, you know, one of the, like the, the Skywalker kids or something like that, playing some type of like, you know, video game and you see him fighting Darth Vader, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and then by the time you realize that it's actually just a video game they're playing, you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense, you know. Right. Or I'd like to see him come back with the mechanical legs in, in like, Star Wars Episode Seven or Eight or something. Yeah, it. I'd like to see him come back more than being a prequel solo film or, you know, even as, like, a supporting role. If he's going to come back, make him a major character again. We did, and they yeah. did that in the comic book, so. Yeah. Because and, we, we didn't really get, I mean, the best character, the best villain that they had in that whole fucking thing, they kill off in the first movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's make that classic error that Tim Burton did in Batman. Right. Let's right. kill off the Joker. Now and we got. Now who do we? Now who are we gonna go to? We're gonna go to the fucking Penguin as Danny DeVito. Right. Which was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you know, I love Christopher Lee. Yeah. But you know, seriously, he wasn't like as cool as Darth Maul. Darth Maul was awesome. I thought uh, General Unreal. Grievous was pretty great, With though. With the dual sabers? I didn't really care for General Grievous. Oh, I liked Grievous a lot. No. He felt Maul like their was way better. To, who's to the be chick? Dark. Who's the chick? Uh, who's With the, the, with the two... Who's the chick in uh, the Clone Wars? The purple oh, chick? Sam Wessel. No. The bounty hunter girl? No. Damn it, which I can't movie, think of her name. Which movie are you talking about? Episode I'm two? talking about... No, I'm talking about the Clone Wars. The, the no. animated series. No. Oh, uh, Aurora Singh. No. No. Damn it, I can't think of her name. Don't worry about it. Forget it. Um, I can't think of her name, but uh, there, uh, there's some better villains that they, that they could have brought back into the... They could have brought into those two movies than, than Grievous or... or, or uh, uh, what's his name? Count Dooku. You're yeah. talking about the bald apprentice to uh, Count Dooku in the cartoons. I think so. What's her name? Oh, I'm trying to remember what her name is. Yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue, Because if you said it, I would know it. And I know we've got a listener out there that's, like, yelling it at their, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
I'm going to get it. Did you guys also see that they're going to be... They, their plan is to do these solo films in between the the other three movies, right? Did you guys oh, see yeah. that? Yeah. 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 With, with Han Solo and Boba Fett being the possible first runners for this. Oh, gotcha. And a, then a Yoda, probably, to follow. Right. Uh, Asajj Ventress. Ventress. Yes, Ventress. She would have been so much better than Dooku. She was cool. Ventress yeah. is a badass in those, man. Yeah. It seems a shame that she's not in it. Like, when you watch those, you're like, why isn't she in this, you know? Yeah. Or, or my theory was just keep Darth Maul for three movies. Why did you kill him in the first? But, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But just keep him like Vader was, you know? Just right. have him kind of in the background and then make his appearance, you know? Right. And start raising hell. So. Yeah. I don't know. Cut, cut him in half. Throw him down a pit. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we need to start talking about... This is our Ranger show, so of course we're going to be talking about Lone Ranger. Um, and there can be there can be spoilers. Can be, maybe. Yeah, we can talk about some spoilers sure. in the movie, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> talk about some spoilers. Um, the uh, you guys want to rate it first? Yeah, well, we watch, rate let, let's rate it. Well, uh, here's our rating system. If you ha- If this is your first time listening to the show, we do have a rating system. I'll go ahead and explain that. Whenever it wants to play. <laughs> and we're still waiting. The yeah. rating Buffer. system is simple. The leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. All right. So uh, who wants to start off and uh, rate the film? I'll go ahead and go. All right. Um... It's funny that you bring up Battleship earlier, uh, where you really don't have to use much of your brain to watch a movie, because I felt like this in this movie. I'm going to give it a taste it, because I thought it was a fun movie. I like the overall storyline and the characters in the movie. The score was amazing. The music in it, I, I thought it was great, uh, but overall it was an okay movie for me. Uh, the first 25 minutes were fun, uh, but then I was felt I felt like I was left with two hours of slow, boring scenes. Uh, I definitely want to watch this again, but I'm not going to do it until it's on Blu-ray, um, I thought Depp and Hammer were great together on on on, on screen, um, but that was the only thing I, I enjoyed about the movie. MC Hammer, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I it was close to a toss it for me, but I'm going to go ahead and give it a taste it too. I, I wouldn't see it in the theater, but I'd watch it on Blu-ray. It, I agree exactly with Dan. The ending was really good. The last action sequence and the beginning was pretty good, but I felt like the middle was just way too long. Um, visually, it was very impressive. Um, mm-hmm. Gore Verbinski is really great. You can always visually tell what's going on. But I thought plot-wise, it got a little bit convoluted, and I was kind of lost for a little bit of it. You know, the action sequences were super fun, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to agree with you guys. I, I give it a taste. It. Um, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I didn't. There wasn't a lot I didn't like about it besides it being a little too long for my likings. I thought it could have ended a couple times before it did. Um, but other than that, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, visually it was awesome. I felt like I was right out there. You know, I, I grew up watching Westerns and watching the original Lone Ranger. So, I mean, this took me back to that. I had a lot of fun. And I, I would say, especially if you have kids, this is, I, I think it's a pretty good kids movie. There is some violence, but um, overall, definitely a taste. It I, I would check it out, and I, and I will own it on Blu-ray. So, all right, I think I'm going to give the fir- the uh, first uh, different rating of the movie. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it a Tupperware. I love, I love this movie. Yeah. I had so much fun watching it. I, I sat there smiling most of the movie. Um, I mean, I, if, from the time it started, when, when we saw, uh, you know, elderly Tonto talking to that kid. That was an awesome scene, though. To him, him you know, explaining the exposition of right. how the Lone Ranger came to be. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, this was like, um, you know, you had Batman Begins. This is the Lone Ranger Begins to okay. me. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, this shows him how his transformation from going to be a man of the law to um, all that buildup, all everything that happened in the middle was showing like how it, how he became this man of law who upheld the law to becoming an outlaw. Right. I, I thought that was a beautiful story of how this happened, and his origin story was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Army Hammer is the Lone Ranger to me now. Yeah. Um, I didn't grow up watching the Lone Ranger as much uh, as like maybe my dad did. Uh, but I did watch it in reruns, uh, you know, those 40s and 50s shows. Uh, I saw a few episodes as a child, but they didn't really stand out to me. Right. Uh, so this is my first real introduction to the character. So I was able to come in with a fresh uh, view and not have any preconceptions as to how the character should or shouldn't act or mm-hmm. how he shouldn't be portrayed. Um, you know, Johnny Depp is usually hit or miss with me. Yeah. A- and it's usually a miss when he's under the direction of Tim he, Burton. Yeah, he definitely yes. hit. Uh, Sleepy Hollow put me to sleep. <laughs> I, I didn't like him in Alice in Wonderland. No. I watched 20 minutes of Sweeney Todd before I wanted to take my own razor and slit my own fucking throat. Right. Yeah. I think the exception that proves the rule, though, is Ed Wood. Um, hey, thanks, Jake. I was going to get to that. And, <laughs> and I refused to watch Dark Shadows because it looks stupid. Yeah, it did. And I know that's not some intelligent critiquing of the movie, but when you watch those two... Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, in dud after dud after dud. You don't want to hope for another Edward Scissorhands or Ed Wood, but instead get another Charlie in the Chocolate, Chocolate Factory. Factory. Right. Yeah. But this time we have Depp under the direction of Gore Verbinski, and it is wonderful. Mm-hmm. He is, in this movie, he is both mysterious and whimsical. Mm-hmm. It is fun. I like him as Tonto right. more than I like him as Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, yeah most hmm. definitely. Um, William Fickner, Fickner as the uh, as Butch Cavendish. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about the cast. Yeah, yeah. All right. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk a little bit about the Lone Ranger, the character. Sure. Uh, he first appeared on a radio show 80 years ago in 1933. They don't really know who the actual creator is. It's two guys. They're not sure which one's the actual creator. Oh wow. Um, he's uh, been a star of comic books and television ever since. His alter ego is Ranger Reed, you know, John Reed in the movie. Right. Yeah. Uh, and believe it or not, he's the great uncle of Britt Reed, who's more commonly known as the Green Hornet. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. And now, yeah, and, and now he has his own film starring Army Hammer, who plays mm-hmm. John Reed, a stalwart idealist firmly opposed to the violent ethics of the frontier where justice is re- regularly uh, meet, uh, meted out by gunshot. Um, little does Reed know that a chance of meeting with Comanche warrior Tonto will set off a series of events that change him into the enigmatic hero, the masked Lone Ranger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Depp plays Tonto, wandering Comanche, cast out of his tribe, Tonto rides alone in search of the two men responsible for the ruin of his village until his path faithfully crosses with that the wounded young lawyer, John Reed, mm-hmm. whom he transforms into the Lone Ranger. Uh, we've got William Fickner, uh, who's going to be the new Shredder mm. in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. He's the villain Butch Cavendish. Uh, Tom Wilkinson is Cole. 
Ruth Wilson as Rebecca Reed, uh, and Helena Bonham Carter as Red Harrington, and also as that fucking lady that is in every Johnny Depp movie in the last 10 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, Lone Ranger synopsis. Native American warrior Tonto recounts the untold tales that transformed John Reed, a man of the law, into a legend of justice, taking the audience on a runaway train of epic surprises and humorous friction, as the two unlikely heroes must learn to work together and fight against greed and corruption. Um, I, I, I love this movie. I don't know why it was long two and a half hours, but it it went by really quickly for me. I I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. Uh, the humor was great. I think the fun aspect of the movie was there. And that's the reason why I gave it a taste is because it was a movie that I would watch again and, and have fun with it. Maybe when I'm, I don't know, I I guess the length of the movie is really what spoiled it for me. Uh, there was some times where I was thinking of other things while watching this movie. Now, I thought the origin was very fascinating. I, I don't really know anything about the Lone Ranger yeah. coming into this, and I didn't know there were supernatural elements with mm-hmm. the origin of the story at all, and I thought that was really cool. And what about Tonto's origin story? I mean, yeah. that was awesome. I mean, we, you know. The beginning of the movie was awesome. I thought that when he was in that, what was that, like almost like a museum type atmosphere? Like a Wild West museum was, or yeah, something? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, 1933 or something. And Sure. Yeah, that was cool how they did that, because usually that happens at the end of movies. You know what I mean? Like that type of story. Yeah, well, what was cool was this was Tonto's story, and that's what I really liked about it, was this was his point of view on discovering the Lone Ranger and his, you know, how he came about, and that was really cool how they made that the origin story. It wasn't your straightforward deal, and, you know, like you guys said, you, you meet an older Tonto at the beginning of the movie telling this kid this tale, mm-hmm. and he's this little kid's wearing a Lone Ranger mask. Yeah, yeah. You know, and he gets him with the Ranger. Mm-hmm. Definitely, it's so, yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was really funny. I mean, the whole thing, I thought, you know, I, I know a lot of people were complaining online about the humor. Like, I, I didn't want a dark Lone Ranger. I wanted to have fun with this. Just it, like I did when I was a kid. It did have its dark moments, though. It did have dark moments. Oh, God. Yes. Well, yeah, when you're talking about dark moments, we're talking about definitely about William Fickner as uh, Butch Cavendish. Oh, uh, yeah, with the heart. I, I really yeah. could have done without uh, <laughs> without some of the cannibalism. Right. Um, you know, I, I, the, it was gruesome, the gruesome killing, uh, mm-hmm. cannibalism, but it did make him that much more threatening and demented. Right. Uh, he was pretty evil, terrifying. I, I, he he really played that part well. He, he's a good villain. Because you never saw that in the old westerns. You know, if you're going to compare this to a western movie, well, this is a Disney movie right. too. Exactly. Yeah. On top That's of all, that exactly. cannibalism yeah. going in there too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think Army Hammer did a great job. The dude's voice for some reason. I think yeah. he's like, you know, even in like the Facebook movie, like the the way he talks. It sucks me in when he, he's talking. You know he, what I mean? Now that I've watched this movie, I, I'm glad that he's not going to be cast as Batman. He's just too much of a good guy. Right. He can't. For me, Yeah. He, he'd be better suited in the Marvel films. Okay. He, he doesn't seem dark. No. No. He's no, not a not dark a, guy. I kept looking for that. You know, like I said, I was... I didn't go into this being like, I want this to be a gritty Lone Ranger. No. But I kept looking for that in him, and I didn't see it. Like, he was just, you, you did really like him. Absolutely. Like, right. No matter what he was doing in the movie, the he just seems like a good dude. And there there wasn't a dark side to the guy. And and you can't see him as Batman. I can't see him as Batman anymore. I, I did before, but not after this. Mm, I never really was sold on him as Batman, but... 
He's just he's just kind of a clean cut dude. Yeah. You know, it seems the, like he the has guy a good next heart. door, maybe the all American guy, or whatever maybe Green want. Lantern. I don't. Know. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's sure. probably the best. Maybe even Aquaman. Yeah, uh, I, I, I still like best. Charlie Hunnam from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Well, yeah, he would be good too. But yeah, I mean, I, I and and Johnny Depp is Tonto. I mean, again, I thought, like you said, Brian, he's let me down so many times with the Tim Burton films. And the you know the moment I saw him in makeup, I was like, this is going to be a farce. You know, he's going to play some kind of goofy. You with know, the raven on his head and right. Know. But it worked. It, it worked work. in this. Like, oh, it was it, so funny. He kept feeding the raven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was laughing every fucking time. Yeah. And I, I didn't even want to, but I was like, he's he he pulled it off so well. He was very charming. Is that? I know it's a mockery to you know Native American. Well, no, I mean, he he John, Johnny Depp is Native. Yeah, American. he went on he went on record saying that he is he is um, part Native right, American. Right, sure. right, and they had a like a Comanche there actually you know an advisor. Right, and yeah. advising him on the yeah. role. So I thought it was cool. I was really sucked in. And I had a lot of fun with their it. chemistry. Yes, so good. It's like they've done this before in a different like are they've. They just played off each other so well. Well, like best friends would, you know what right, I mean? Right, right. Like soulmates, and that's what they were, you know. Oh, man. he uh, The scene where they are uh, in the sand. Oh, yeah. With, when yeah, everything really. goes over them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're buried in the sand to the neck. <laughs> it was just a it funny scene hilarious. in yeah. Yeah. I'm dying at yeah. this point. That was so <laughs> funny. There was so much humor in this. But and, and and but I don't there I don't think there was ever a part where I was bored in this either. I, I love westerns though. I, I really do. I love all westerns and the scenery. Even if there's like you thought there was nothing going on, it's like Amazing. you're looking at all this beautiful scenery. It's just like yeah. wow, this is the wild west. And like where did they shoot the movie at? Oh, I don't know. But my God, like the rock formations. It looked it was, like a it looked like a freaking Wiley Odey film. You're right. You're <laughs> yeah. right. It was it was awesome. You're I mean, right about that. And, and the trains are awesome in this movie. The train derailing at the beginning was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. How there was one guy waving a flag like he was trying to stop it, uh-huh. and then he just like literally at the last second jumped away. It was like the fact that in the 1860s or whenever that was supposed to go down, like you really thought you were going to stop a train like that by waving a flag. And then I, it goes off the railroad, you know what I mean? And right. Then, and then the part where, I don't know what kind of piece that was, but it was a piece of the train that flew off and hit him right in the middle where they oh, were yeah, sitting. Yeah. yeah. And then the second truck, uh, the cab came flying at him, and then that's what stopped that him was and awesome. bent it. That was cool. That was awesome. Yeah. And that was that was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie just because, you know, that <laughs> is that ever going to happen again, you know? The, I mean, the action was just so kinetic the way it was filmed. It was really neat. Um, we're not going to talk too much about this movie. I mean, I, I, I just want people to... It, personally, uh, it's unfortunate, the movie, that it's only made about $50 million so far. Right. And that um, was from day opening you know, day. Despicable right? Me 2 Beat it. made like $150 million, So, Oh, jeez. <sighs> Despicable You, America. Because this, <laughs> this is a fun movie. It, it, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. Now, do you think if this movie would have came out without Despicable Me 2... It would have made a lot more money. I think it would have made more money had it, it came out money. in maybe March. Okay. Instead or, of like trying this trying to be a summer blockbuster, right? And it didn't, right? I mean, yeah, I mean you're banking on you're banking on uh, Johnny Depp's name, right? Exactly, because because nobody knows who Army Hammer is, right? Right. To be except, honest, with except you. for me, except for the uh, you know the people that research that type of stuff. I see. I knew who Army Hammer. I watched Reaper, and I loved his. Right. I loved his character. And you brought Morgan. him up, and a lot of people probably didn't even know that was the Facebook sure. twins either. You know, right. like, um, 
But didn't the there was another movie that came out this week in the Heat too, the Heat. Yeah. Oh, the um, Melissa and, McBride. And that or? that was in a close second. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it was. I don't know, but I, I'll tell you that that end scene when they started playing the Lone Run, the yeah, Lone Ranger song, trumpet yeah. theme music, and he is riding Silver. I got chills, man. Really? Uh, it was one of the coolest action scenes I've seen all summer, and, and I've seen Iron Man fighting while using like a million different suits, and <laughs> Superman beating the shit out of Zod. But when the Lone Ranger is riding that horse on top of that train with the music playing, I was strapped in. I couldn't wait for each scene. It was it was amazing. I loved it, and the chemistry between those two, mm-hmm. you know, in that final scene was yeah. just awesome. Yeah, you know, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was a fun movie. Uh, it was a little long, but I, I think they they I think they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish with this movie, except for, except for, of course for the, uh, you know, the financial right. side because their mean, budget was. Yeah. Because I think what they wanted they wanted to they wanted to give like a. I, I think they wanted to give like a really good origin story, but at the same time, kind of like show like how you know uh, how these two people that are completely different. You, you've got you know the Lone Ranger who's like upholds completely the law, different. yeah, and then you've got um, you know Tonto who's hell bent on revenge right. for you know someone that it's, has yeah. has like you know killed his, killed off his entire tribe, right? And how how these two people that are complete polar opposites how they could come together and they do. At and there the was end. like really no bickering, you know what I mean, or like. You see two people that don't really care for each other in movies. They fight often. You know what I mean? Or they get into a... There was a lot of uh, arguing between them. Back and forth. But yeah. yeah, but it wasn't like you would if it was like a new age action kind of... I, I, I think they, they, they argued a lot at the beginning. I think towards the end, though, they, they've come they to an realized, understanding. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, hell, Army Hammer was going to leave him in the dirt yeah. <laughs> buried to his neck yeah. to get rid of this guy. Yeah. And then yeah. he realized, oh shit! I need yeah. him to find out where that uh, the base of that river is, mm-hmm. and so that's what that's what got him out. But um, overall, I I give it a Tupperware. So we got three tastes in a Tupperware. I loved it. I'm gonna own this, okay, and I'm gonna watch it multiple times. I had a lot of fun with it. Sweet. I had a lot of fun with it. And that's the key word there. It was fun. You it know, was very fun. Is uh, is Disney pushing out a lot of merch with this movie? Is there? Tonto action figures and whatnot. I, Subway right had a lot to do with this film. I went to the Disney website and checked out a few things. I, I know they probably like have T-shirts and stuff like that, but I don't think that there's like a toy line that I've seen. Not, I can't get a dead bird to put on my head or anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could uh, go find one outside if you want. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> get, get on that, Jake. <laughs> Rumors for a sequel. They've yeah, already there are rumors. Yeah, I, I thought they already said that they're going right. to do parts two and three. But I Sweet. mean, I don't know after after what they made. As far as the money goes, yeah, yeah. it was a ton, two hundred million dollar investment, and um, they've made seventy three million as of today. I think. Hmm. Um, so yeah, they're way behind. So we we may not see a sequel on it. I don't know. I want to yeah. see sequels because, like you said, this is the origin. This is begins. Didn't even use a gun. Like he wouldn't even <laughs> use a gun until. Right. I, train action sequence yeah. where he just goes all out and you just see him in all his fucking magic you know like when you saw him as a kid or you saw robin hood or any right. of those characters you know and so that that's what that was what was cool for me as well was the interplay was how different these guys were but they always needed each other and that was a good point to make and again like for kids that's a good lesson to learn you know this had a good moral story and i had a lot of fun i felt like a little kid 
and uh, I can't wait to watch it again when it comes out. So it's, on on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's been a rough summer for movies. Yeah. You know, it really yeah, has. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I think last summer still takes it, man. With fucking Avengers and Dark Knight Rises. Rises. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, nothing beats that for me yeah. so far. So. Um, next week, though, this could be the movie of the summer. Yeah, this could be so. it for me, man. This yeah. could be the first movie that all four of us have given to Tupperware. I'm hoping. I know. It. Yeah. Besides a TV show. <laughs> Every time yeah. I see the trailers for this thing, and I saw them again today, I'm just more and more excited. Like I feel like the crowd should be given a standing O just for the trailers when yeah. I see them. So I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, we'll see how it goes. You know? I've been. See- have you guys noticed in the trailers when they the the aliens get cut? How you see the kaiju blue? You see the yep. blood? Oh, yeah. I've been noticing that, man. That's it cool. is kind of like a glowing blood right. and stuff like that, dude. I cannot wait for this movie. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. Good I'm so it. excited. I stopped watching the trailers and everything just to get it out of my mind because I'm just I don't want to see any of it. Mm. You know. I, see, I even watched the Letterman interview with. Uh, and Letterman inter- interviewed Idris Elba like mm-hmm. a, like a week ago, and I watched that, and they had like a like you know a scene from the movie, dude. I'm like, did he all sound over pumped this. about it though? Like, did Idris sound yeah. pumped? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And absolutely. I've seen interviews where some of the actors kind of know what this movie's going to do. You know what I mean? I think like this, you know, as opposed to like Prometheus, where he had a kind of like a minor part in that movie, which he still played really well. I yeah. think he's going to have a larger part in this film. Okay. I mean, I think he's one of the up-and-coming actors. Right. If he was just a little bit younger, I think he'd be a perfect Black Panther. Mm. Oh, yeah, for but sure. I, I think they need to go a little bit younger. younger. I think they're talking about the um, the, the guy that played uh, Jackie Robinson in the 42 movie being the new Black Panther. Hmm. That's the rumor that I've been hearing. That, that would be a good choice, yeah. So. Yeah, that that would be awesome. And then, did you hear that Stan Lee kind of like slipped up and said that you know Black Panther and Silver Surfer are now in the works, possibly? Yeah, yeah. he's he's been talking about it, blabbing his mouth, and uh, yeah. apparently, yeah, I think he's pretty sure on Silver Surfer. I don't know about anything else, but yeah, he but wants to do a standalone. Wants that to happen. Well, I, I he, think a lot of people do. I don't know if you knew this, but Silver Surfer is Stan Lee's favorite creation. It's his favorite character that he that he made. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we'll hear a lot of Shalaba being yelled and a lot of Zen Law being yelled in that movie. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I just want them to get Galactus done correctly. Yeah, if you're gonna do Silver you, Surfer, you, you gotta have Galactus. You don't like the cloud, the vapor cloud? Well, that's the cloud from the Ultimate Universe, which is bullshit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah, that was like the swarm of Lotus or something. But I don't know if like when when that movie was made, two thousand seven, two thousand eight. If they had the technology to like actually make like a, I don't know, did they have the CG available to do a, a legitimate I think they Galactus? Just didn't think it would play. I think it was more of a matter of they didn't think it would play. I think now that the Avengers has come out, they they know that they can do this stuff now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like this stuff audiences will work with audience. It, audiences won't laugh at it. Audiences will actually be like, "Whoa, holy crap!" Or if it's know? not in it, they'll be mad that it wasn't in it. Either. Right. I thought it was hilarious watching Avengers at the end of the movie where they had the big Thanos reveal and everybody looked at each other like, like what the f- who was that? Yeah. Who was it? Yeah, there was like eight guys in the theater that had to tell the rest of the people yeah, who it exactly. was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, somebody stood up and announced what, who he right. was. Yeah. yeah. Who's that? I had to explain to like people near Bef- me. Before we wrap up, I do want to ask you guys, um, did anybody catch Under the Dome? Um, I did. Episode two? I watched episode two. It was good. Yeah. The fire. I'm still liking it. Yeah, I, I actually really like it. And, and I've been reading about how this show might change TV. Hmm. 
you know what I mean with with the graphic novels and and bringing more um, of that kind of adaptation to the to the TV screen. Well, well we've yeah. been seeing a lot more yeah. of that, but yeah. But no, I just I didn't know if you guys watched it or not. And I think what they need to do is like when they bring this stuff to TV is they need to keep it. You know, they need to veer a little bit from like the actual source material, right. but they need to have like if they're going to veer from the source material, they need to have the creators involved because right. you know we did Something. talk about this earlier, but but you know Walking Dead with Robert Kirkman, yeah, yeah. you know because he's involved, you know, and he's spot on, you know, because he's involved, it's like fanboys can't go a hundred percent like that's not how they did it in the right. comic book yeah. and get all fucking bent out of shape, right. Because Robert Kirkman is walk, watching them go through the process. Right. Yeah. Game of Thrones does the same thing. But yeah, it's like... George who, R. R. Martin's involved in the process, so everyone can't be snobby about the changes. Well, I don't... You know, if I wanted to see, like... Dude, if I wanted to see, like, okay, if they make, like, a, you know, an Avengers versus X-Men film or an Age of Ultron film, if they did everything verbatim as to, like, how it happened in the comic, that's not going to be any fun for me. No. No. You know, I do want to see some different things happen. Yeah, otherwise it's really boring. This, yeah, reading yeah. something and seeing it visually versus a whole new story right. or something. Unless it's like something. an adaptation of the Bible. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we, are we going to add in something new? Yeah. Or? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, probably good Maul. at this point. <laughs> Galactus and Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys catch the uh, Siberia pilot real quick? No. No. Oh, That's, we really were thinking about sending you there, Jake. <laughs> huh? Huh? I'm sorry. I, <laughs> we were, my, my mic is really low. We were, were thinking about sending you to Siberia. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, please, not on this show. <laughs> is that it the, is, uh, is that the uh, game show? The, yeah, it's like, like Survivor, Survivor gone horribly, horribly wrong. Really? Is that, it was bad? It was great. I thought it was... Oh, really? Yeah, it, if you like Lost and you like Survivor, you, you need to see this show. It's almost like a perfect combination of both of them. Hmm, I didn't know it was out yet. Does anybody watch Naked and Afraid? No. Uh-uh. I've been Naked and Afraid. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Does anybody know what it is? Some, it's kind it of ironic that I'm Naked and Afraid right now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> it's a TV show where they put two, a male and a female into the wilderness, or it could be like some kind of jungle, naked, and obviously they're afraid. But... <laughs> They have to go 21 days in this wilderness or jungle or, for example, we watched one that was in Africa. They put a male and a female in like the Serengeti or something. And there's one scene where they're trying to sleep and there's like hyenas coming. I can't imagine a, a network television being letting hyenas come this close to human beings. You know what I mean? Like. It's on the Discovery Channel. If you get if you get twenty minutes, just watch this show one time. You watch the Kardashians every week. That's the <laughs> it's same on thing. Tonight. I cannot wait. But anyway, no, it's it's those actually, bitches are hyenas. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's actually kind of cool. Cool because people are like, well, they just throw anybody on that show. Actually, they don't. You you have to have some kind of background, military or survival or some kind of they. They just don't throw anybody into the wilderness and expect them to survive, right? right. No. You know what I mean. You got to live twenty-one days without clothes, and these people are making banana leaf bras, and one dude just walks around naked the entire show with just a bag <laughs> over his junk, and they show ass like every other scene. I don't know if maybe they're just they like butts or something, but this is on Discovery. I believe it comes on Monday nights. Check it out. 
tell us what you think. I mean, it, I, 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 I'm invested in it just because I know I wouldn't be able to do it. Chris Humphreys was on it last week. He was like, <laughs> if I can survive a fucking 72-day marriage to Kim Kardashian, <laughs> I can be on this show. Or a trade to Boston. <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it's uh it's an interesting show. The, the 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 name, they should change the name and they should give them some clothes. Just give them a G-string or something. Don't like one lady was catching fish with her under her lady parts and shit. It was weird, but oh, she's no. catching well, fish with Yeah. What? Yeah, she just just <laughs> watch. Just give do like me a favor and invest 20 minutes of your life into the show. She was catching tuna with her tuna. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's exactly what I said when I was watching. What? <laughs> That's why the tuna swam there because he thought it was his brother. But. Oh, gross! Oh God! <laughs> but it's fun. They do like this little thing at the end where like they rate them and how their rating goes up after they survived. Right. One dude lost like forty-seven pounds because he <laughs> ate, he ate like a squirrel the entire twenty-one days. So yeah. That's but that's healthy. that's my little. Uh, uh, guilty pleasure this week. I've been getting caught up on uh, being human on uh, hmm. sci-fi. Like I watched the first two seasons, the third season. Um, I had taped off 13 episodes. I went on like a five episode, six episode run today. Mm-hmm. Dude, that fucking show is awesome. I love it. Absolutely love it. And it's a What's shame. that about? It's um, being human is a, it's, it sounds stupid when I say it, but it's freaking awesome, dude. It's about a, um, Vampire, a ghost, We've and a werewolf all live oh, in the okay. same yeah. house together yeah. as roommates. Yeah, it's like oh, a real world, yeah. but it's like the real world, but with <laughs> yeah. But no, it's it's actually on? really good. It's on Sci-Fi. sci-fi They're okay. going to go into their fourth season. Uh, it actually was a BBC show first, mm. which I've heard is fake. But uh, that that version got canceled, so I'm hoping that this one will be able to surpass that right. and have multiple seasons because Sci-Fi has taken away some really good shows from us. Uh, Alphas, yeah, I what loved happened with that. It they left us on a cliffhanger the first season. It came back this, with this amazing clear in the second season, and then they cancel it. Right. Ugh. It was like if it was like um if heroes wouldn't have been affected by the writer strike. Or, you know right. what I mean? It, it was kind of like a real world X-Men. Mm. Wow. It was fantastic. Uh love that show Alphas. Uh man, they should do a Kickstarter and Indiegogo to bring that back. Speaking of sci-fi, are you still on Defiance? I've got seven episodes to watch. I'm okay. going to do a marathon of yeah. it. But yeah, I have them all. I'll I'll watch it. I like the show. I am enjoying it. Yeah. It's a good show. I've only seen three episodes of that. I want to continue, but yeah, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. It was really in depth and layered, and you know, mm-hmm. world building. You had all kinds of stuff going on. Tons of world building, absolutely. Good show. Yeah, guys, I cannot wait for Pacific Rim next. I know week. it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I'm actually looking forward to Wolverine too. But yeah, Pacific Rim too more than you. anything right now because it. I don't know. Like I said, every time I see that tra- a new trailer or a featurette. I'm just like fuck, man. I'm split, they dude. put a lot of thought. In. This isn't just giant robots fighting giant monsters. There's yeah. a huge backstory to this. Yeah, so big I'm time. Excited. You guys uh, like okay? If you could okay, wh- like what movies coming up are you the most excited for? Like not this summer, but like maybe like next summer or like the summer after. Like what movies are you excited for? Like, are you guys excited for Terminator Five at all? No, but one thing that. Ever since we started this podcast, the Guardians of the Galaxy, I was never familiar with. Yeah, and I've in in with hearing you guys talk about it and actually kind of reading some of the comics now. That's the one movie that I want to see like tonight. You oh, know what I yeah. mean? 
because yeah. I don't know too much about it, and I do want to invest a lot of time into getting to know yeah. it. Um, but that's, I should let you read like the first. There's only like three, four issues of the comic. Book. I, I've been researching a lot ever since. Um, mm-hmm. I think it was two weeks ago or three weeks ago we talked about it. But that's the one movie I'm looking forward to, and um, I don't know. There was something um, I read recently, and it just sucked me in, and now I want to see a movie of it. The one, okay, the one movie, like, I wish that they do, we talked about Expendables 3 and, like, how they keep adding, like, all these different, like, actors and stuff like that Mm -hmm. to it. I want to see them do, like, the science fiction element, dude. Like, I want to see them add, like, Predators into this thing. Mm. But I want it to not be, like, the Predators are, like, kicking their asses. I want it to be, like, the Expendables, like... Like they show just like crazy outlandish scenes, like where a predator like jumps out and goes jumps and then, down from a thousand feet. But and then lands you've got and... like Terry Crews with like this huge <laughs> chain gun that just blows him the fuck right, away. Yeah. And then you got Jason Statham throwing knives at him and that stuff, and they're badass. kicking predator ass. Yeah, because that's what they are, the, right. you know. And so it's like I want to see like them taking on like multiple predators, like even in like urban or like in a jungle. Jungle would be amazing. You know, like somebody fucking like like uh, you know Stallone takes out a rocket launcher and just blows one up, blasting no, like as four it, or five of them. Away. As it's like fucking you know amphibious face goes, yeah, yeah. you know, like that His head just gets boom, he just gets blown off. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be fun. That would be fun. Because it's not supposed to be canon. No. I don't want it to be a canon no. like, oh, this actually happened. No. Like, I want this to be fun. Right. You know? I see that. Yeah. Well, yeah, almost like aliens where they have to keep sending, you know, wave after wave of predators after these guys, not just one or two, you know. They're having no problem wiping them out. That would be great. Like, have them maybe, you know, cryogenically brought back in the future, you know, you could do it in the future, you could do it, you know, now, anytime, in different settings, it'd be fun, I think, fun as uh, hell. I think a now would be a, would be better. Yeah, just in today's time. Ta- today's awesome. time, or even a little bit into the future or something, where we have a little bit better technology or something, where yeah, they, just where they introduce sense. something that's a little yeah. bit badass, you know, more badass than something today. Right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys... Anything else that you're looking forward to? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park 4. Yeah. Yeah. Just because I, I saw that movie in the theater as a child and growing up, grow, grew, <laughs> grew up with it and the toys, collected the toys and um, the fact that they're bringing back a lot of the originals. Who's the who's the writer or director? Colin Trevorrow? Yeah, I think he, that's so. what you What's said. He, yeah, yeah he's saying, he keeps saying this is going to be a throwback to the original, man. And I don't know how they're going to be able to recreate that moment like that when you first saw the dinosaurs Glass, the in, water, in 93, yeah, man. It was magic then. Yeah, but... Big time. But, you know, if they can actually show an actual park running with people in the park... That's what I'm most excited animals, about. On the same Because we land. haven't seen that. Yeah. In the same land that it was on. You know, yeah. That it was, I, uh, I, uh, what is it? Isla Nublar? Yeah. Yeah. If they go back there You're and they show... You're telling me I like, can go to a theme park where there used to be dinosaurs right. that roamed. I'm right. talking recently. And I can ride a roller coaster and something goes wrong. Like... You, I'm already. I'm in. Did you hear that the Chinese? Like this was actually a couple years ago. The Chinese were trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. Yeah, yeah. Wow. For food, they said they could do it for like a million bucks, man. Yep. Kickstarter. Wow. They said that they were going to. Uh, they took. They could take the DNA and then fill it in with like some of like the uh, what is it like the Indian elephants, something the like big that. ones, and uh, bring back the woolly mammoth. Is it necessary? <laughs> that'll be like be. that'll be like a Kickstarter for next. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll throw a couple bucks into that. <laughs> Only if I can ride it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I want to slide down on the tusks and like <laughs> for a thousand dollars you get your own woolly mammoth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
There's like a new law in Decatur where like you can have one woolly mammoth per household. If I had a woolly mammoth, I would just have it like do like I would have like my Flintstone shower. That's made. what I'm saying. Like that's exactly what I'm thinking of when I think of woolly mammoth. Is the, Flintstone. the Flintstone shower, dude. That would be badass. You just cut a little square in your bathroom. Yeah, keep them outside with a little tent so nobody can see them. Right. When you're ready to shower go. Me. And you can like stretch it too, to where you can like pull it down and get like underneath and like. Oh yeah, you know. I don't know. Dan, if you saw something like that, like creeping into your, you know, I would embrace it. No, I, I think I, I think you get penis <laughs> envy. <Come here. laughs> oh yeah, uh, you probably not. Probably not. Because I didn't know if you knew this or not, but that was my nickname was the Woolly Mammoth. <laughs> I, that sense have went away, but <laughs> uh, anyways, no. That's uh, Jurassic Park would be a fun ass movie too. I think to see again in the theaters and like, yeah. they would bring you back, and they would capitalize on on toys and merchandise. If and, there's one property that you could see made into a movie that's never been made into a live action movie, what would it be? Ooh. I don't, you know, I don't care what it is, dude. Just tell me. Hmm. Almost that's like hard a, off the tip of my tongue. I think they did Thundercats, maybe. Mm. I want to see a. Uh, th- this I'm just. Get, I'm giving an example. Right, yeah, to this get goes it against your question. It, uh, they've done this before, but He Man. I want to see a one. Yeah, but I'm talking about something. That, yeah, okay. I could, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. You know, we had the Dolph Lundgren. Right. With. But you know, is there something out there that's never been done that they how need? A, how about a Dexter's Laboratory live action movie? What about the Toxic Crusader? It's been done. <laughs> There's been four Toxic Crusader movies, Dan. Really? Yeah, Dan, it actually started as a movie, The Toxic Avenger. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I never paid attention. Toxic Crusaders were the cartoon. Yeah. There was the Toxic Avenger, Toxie 2. Okay. Uh, then there was, like, uh, there's number three, which sucked. But number four was actually hilarious. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Hogan in it and everything. Oh, it was so <laughs> funny. Uh, Toxic Avenger 4 was great. I couldn't think of anything then that would what, would... what would you think? Well, I mentioned, you know, like, Thundercats. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Um... I don't know. I mean, uh, there needs to be a Voltron movie, which they've talked about. Well, they could do it now. I mean, yeah, I think after, well, Pacific Rim's going to blow all that away, yeah. though. It, it'll be a while before we would see something like that. But Yeah, but see, the Voltron. Voltron thing is more like, you know, it's Pacific Rim, you just got, like, guys inside of it. Like, this is like, you know, you know these cat robots that form this huge... Yeah, right. big machine. Yeah, and you've got... I know it's not an original idea but you've got a lot of people that would love to see a yeah. live action voltron done correctly oh yeah. as long as it's not michael baby behind the i'm glad thing. i don't think of new movies because i would never make one <laughs> <laughs> i just want to see a nova movie uh you guys know that yeah that's all I, I want do too. in my life i could die happy if they do it um just to see a kid superhero that you know i can relate to after reading the the new series um, and wanting to have that kind of power as that kind of a young kid and what his experiences are in the cosmic, you know, universe. That's what I want to see more than anything. But uh, Thundercats would probably be in the second. What running. about like, uh, you know, like, hey, man, let's get crazy. What about like some Hanna-Barbera, like Herculoids and shit, uh, man? Glob and goop. Yeah. Yeah, they could do that. They could. It would be nice to see some of that brought back. I mean, I think the time's ripe for it, but... Yeah, how silly is it going to be? Who's I know be it could be it? like Land of the Lost. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. no, I, I liked it. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was funny. It was a fun movie. What about uh, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt? Yeah, yeah. 
What about the Wonder Twins? <laughs> Everybody wants the Wonder Twins. <laughs> what were we talking about last episode? The toys, the they had like the little accessory with them. One was like the silver silver hawks. hawks. Nah, silver, silver hawks no? would never. No, it, you know Thundercats was like the big one back yeah, in the day. Yeah, it was like, day, a, like a generic version yeah. of them or something. Silverhawks yeah. wouldn't be that big but, of a with Avatar. Couldn't you see a Thundercats? I mean, with what they did on Avatar with design of the characters and how well they pulled that off, I think yeah. you could easily do a Thundercats now. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did it with like the three D fusion camera that they used oh, in yeah. Avatar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, show that depth of the of the planet. Well, if you guys ever watched like the last cartoon series, it was actually pretty good. It was I mean, amazing. I watched both yeah. seasons, and it got canceled. Yeah, it was very. I mean, it, it was pretty serious, and it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, dude. Was really cool. There was that episode where Panthro took on his uh, his uh, arch nemesis and lost his arms in the yeah. fucking astral plane. Yep. And then he, he Panther, the burbles made him robotic arms. I'm such a fucking dork, but the bur- <laughs> no, it was cool. The burbles made him robotic arms. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, I don't know. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to add this week? Uh, I I don't have anything. No, I'm sick. Good. I'm sick of talking to you, fucking asshole. Me too. <laughs> I'm ready to go home. Understandable. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, we're gonna wrap this one up. But uh, we'll be back next week with um, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim job. <laughs> oh wait this week we covered the bone ranger yes. <laughs> and next week is pacific rim job this is turning into a different kind of podcast yes it is which i'm okay uh, with oh, wow. <laughs> all right all right next week pacific rim yes. see you later all right bye-bye snarf 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 didn't talk in the uh, the last cartoon. Oh, in the in the new cartoon yeah, network. Yeah, he was just like a cat. Yeah, I never watched that one. Oh, dude, it was really good. I thought it was better than the original, and like everybody was like, "No, it wasn't." But that's because you were a kid watching it, and yeah, it kids are stupid. <laughs> I say kids are stupid, and it's dead silence. <laughs> like nobody, nobody's gonna agree with me when I say kids are stupid. I agree. <laughs> with dumbass kids. <laughs> no, but like when I was a kid, like yeah, I thought Thundercats was awesome. But now that I'm older and I watch the new one, the new one is actually structured better. There was better yes. world building, and it was a lot better of a series. It was way more sci-fi. Yeah, I agree. Way more. It showed the, their technology. Man, it was fucking cool. It was weird though how like he was obsessed with all the tech in the first episode, but right. towards like the other episodes, he didn't really care about the tech. It was a battle of spirituality over science. Yeah, it was really good, man. Yep, it was really good. We were supposed to end the show, but whatever. I don't care. <laughs> it's our show. We can do whatever the hell we want. We Shit, talking. I thought we did stop recording. No, we're still recording. <laughs> this show's still rolling. I already took my pants off. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what I do after every episode. We're still rolling with the pants off. <laughs> Feel it, ladies. Pants on the ground. There's already like 7 million podcasts Talking about pop culture and all that Makes us happy like shooting at a womp rat But it's all been done before and we don't want to be a copycat We're the leftovers picking up the scraps Dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Couldn't
Possibility. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Counterculture pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. Podcasts that are original and good. Have already been done before, so we should separate the wheat from the shaft. And we're the shaft, the crap, even though we're the shit. Woo! We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture pushovers. Pop culture leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said Pretty sure that the only talent Is the band that's singing this Pop culture leftovers Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace it. Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over. Counterculture pushovers. Pop culture. Leftovers. And with the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers.